Welcome to the First Amendment News Podcast. A fictional timeline of a futuristic world set in the year, 2076, and going back in time to the year, 2024. Due to a collapsed economy, the United States of America has splintered off into six separate independent entities of government, and a unified Korea has assumed superpower status and established world dominance. Your host for the podcast series is news anchor, Matt Amazon, a fictional character brought to life by Amazon Polly, a leader in text-to-voice technology. Please settle in, and join us with tonight's broadcast. This is Matt Amazon, reporting for First Amendment News. Tonight, First Amendment News continues our multi-part series with an in-depth look back at the historic events which have spanned the previous 50 years. The series chronicles the significant milestones and circumstances which led to the collapse of the most powerful nation on Earth, the subsequent formation of six splinter nations which formed the coalition of former American states, and the establishment of the Korean Haintoju Provence along the far northwest rim of North America. Tonight's segment, Season 1, Episode 6. A Unified Korea, Not Everyone is Happy. Dateline, July 11, 2076. This is First Amendment Broadcast News. Met Amazon Reporting. The following news article was originally released by APNS June 30, 2023, Washington, D.C. As the Korean Reunification Treaty was being signed at the former Demilitarized Zones Joint Security Area, Panmunjom, South Korean forces battled protesters in the Yeowido District of Seoul, South Korea's main financial and government center. The demonstrators consisted of investors, small business owners, and ordinary citizens opposed to the unpopular agreement. Angry protesters have also gathered outside the American embassy walls, shouting anti-American slogans and throwing bricks and stones at the building. At one point, President Ahmed had considered attending the reunification ceremony. However, due to the growing unrest and other security concerns, she opted to forego the historic event and instead designated America's ambassador to South Korea, Vincent Tidwell, to be her official representative at the ceremony. In Pyongyang, a different story. The streets were quiet and peaceful though the residents are apprehensive over how the reunification will affect their daily lives. However, the average North Korean citizen is hopeful that the agreement will bring a brighter future to their previously impoverished life and allow for more encouraging opportunities for their children. State-sanctioned transitional news releases have been showing up on North Korean television projecting an image of prosperity and wealth for all Koreans. Though not officially acknowledged, the video clips depict the current lifestyle and culture enjoyed by today's South Korean citizens, information, until recently, kept under tight control by the dictatorial government of the North. Meanwhile in Washington, the Socialist Reform Party finally maneuvered around the prolonged Federalist Libertarian filibuster which had held up the final senatorial vote, authorizing the Korean troop withdrawal and endorsement of the Korean Unification Plan. The elimination of an American and United Nations troop presence in South Korea was the henchpin ensuring the unification process. Any hesitation or a realistic hint of resistance on the part of the United States government in the withdrawal process would have certainly brought about the collapse of the peace talks, and most probably ignited the tinderbox of tension which exists between the two sides as they work through their differences. But with a favorable vote now a certainty, President Ahmed is scheduled to hold a press conference, with senior cabinet members, the Senate and House Majority Leaders, and Joint Chiefs of Staff at the White House on Tuesday morning, the 4th of July. At the press conference, Ahmed is expected to announce the official timetable for the troop withdrawals, both for Korea and the remaining Pacific theater. At a later date administration and Department of Defense officials hope to announce a resolution addressing troop reductions in the European region, an action expected to start with the preliminary stages being implemented by the end of August. This concludes our replay of A Unified Korea, Not Everyone is Happy.
Our next report in the series, A Unified Korea, An Uncertain, Yet Potentially Powerful Nation. This has been First Amendment Broadcast News. Preserving our unalienable rights defined in the First Amendment of the Constitution of the former United States of America, freedom of speech and freedom of the press. First Amendment Broadcast News originates from the Communication Center of the former United States Coast Guard Cutter, Richard Snyder, currently anchored off the coast of Bermuda. This has been Matt Amazon reporting for First Amendment News. Good night. You have been listening to a podcast of First Amendment News. This episode was written and produced by Pop Nose and recorded from Pop and KK's Place Studio. First Amendment News intro and closing music is the instrumental Algorithms from the Album Arps by Chad Crouch. Visit Podington Bear's website at soundofpicture.com for a full listing of his music. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And please join us again for our next episode of First Amendment News. Thank you.